Bruin ever at La Framboise uh, TikTok page? So there's a few answers to that question, but what do I mean by decolonize? Thank you for asking. So there's a few answers to that question, but if you go back and watch the video this is connected to, this is about the spirits, okay? The main thing about decolonizing is understanding that time didn't start over when colonization took place. It's about understanding the entire timeline, the entire story of what happened, especially on these lands. If you want the spirits of nature to talk to you, you do have to do some kind of decolonizing work because colonization affected all the spirits of nature also, especially the trees and the animals, okay? It's 60 degrees out today and the snow is still up to my rails. But learning the history of the land that you live on is a good start. What's the history of your town? What were the people that lived there before? And learning about where you come from is just as important. The spirits are not limited by time and space. 5D. What do I mean by decolonize? Thank you for asking. So there's a few answers. Being spiritual is about understanding that everything has a spirit behind it. Every tree, every animal, every plant. But that leads to the question. What spirit is behind you? What spirit walks with you? This is what we learn when we're reconnecting to the spirits. Being spiritual is about understanding that everything has a spirit behind it. Every tree, every animal, every plant. But that leads to the question. What spirit is behind you? What spirit walks with you? This is what we learn when we're reconnecting to the spirits. Being spiritual is about understanding. What anxiety facts that fall through my mind? If you're ever trying to get wet, the one place you can always go is Lake Superior. Now, Lake Superior is obviously the most superior of all the lakes. But surprisingly enough, it wasn't named Lake Superior because of its size, but rather its location. The French were the first Europeans to find it when they were up gallivanting through Canada, and they named it Lac Superior, or however the fuck that would sound in French, which translates to Upper Lake, because, you know, it's the one on top. But despite the name being a reference to its location, its size is no less superior. But telling you that Lake Superior is big is not telling you anything you didn't already know. However, how big is something I'm not sure many people comprehend. By surface area, it is the largest freshwater lake in the world. It's basically a sea. And by volume, it's a very close second. To start putting this into perspective, there are five Great Lakes. You could take the four other Great Lakes and dump them all into Lake Superior. And to finish filling it up, you'd have to fill up Lake Erie and dump it into Lake Superior three more times. In fact, 10% of all the world's surface freshwater is contained in Lake Superior. If we stopped adding water to Lake Superior and everybody on the planet drank half a gallon of water from Lake Superior every day, it would take 2,300 years years before anybody got thirsty. Obviously, there's a lot of water always flowing in and out of the lake, mostly through rivers and streams. But if we were to stop all that water from flowing into the lake, the rivers flowing out would continue running for another 200 years before the lake went dry. If you were to accidentally bump Lake Superior and, you know, knock it off the table and all the water spilled out, it could cover all of North and South America in a foot of water. It's big, like beyond comprehension, 
big. When you stand next to it, you genuinely feel like you're standing next to the ocean. Complete even with literal ocean-going cargo ships coming and going from port. Not only is it big, it's consistent in its size and depth. Where other Great Lakes will fluctuate three feet on average in depth over the course of a year, Lake Superior only fluctuates about 12 inches. But every single one of those inches accounts for 550... 551. Tell about the doctrine of discovery that was made in 1493 that was given by Pope Alexander IV. Thank you for bringing that up. Just in case anybody doesn't know, this is what it said. Okay? But I'm wondering if you heard about this that happened last week. The Vatican formally repudiated the doctrine of discovery. These are the papal bulls that legitimized the colonial era seizure of native lands. This is why Columbus discovered America. And it was the main reason that they thought they could do what they did. And this is how the inhumane concepts derived from that doctrine embedded themselves within American law today. So for everybody who wants to say that this is a Christian nation, the Pope basically said, no it isn't, until you take accountability for your actions. Anyway, I just thought you guys wow. would like to know, because they're not talking about this anywhere in America. Uh -huh. The implications are astronomical. Tell about the doctrine of discovery that was made in 1493 that was given by Pope Alexander IV. Thank you for bringing that up. Just in case anybody doesn't know, this is what it said. Okay. Fifteen individual Native American remains are discovered in the Dartmouth archives and collections. Oof. Doctrine of Discovery after Indigenous Calls. The doctrine was invoked as a legal and religious standing by Europeans who discovered new, so-called discovered new lands, and violently seized from people who have been living there for generations. It's been cited in different arenas for centuries, including by the U.S. Supreme Court as early as 1823 and as recently as 2005. Kind of looks like the moral high ground is gone, doesn't it? <laughs> Fifteen individual Native American remains are discovered in the Dartmouth archives and collections. Uh, dozens of Native American remains found on the University of North Dakota campus. Why? Has 7,000 Native American and enslaved remains. Washington Post. Her leaked. The National Museum of Natural History, where the Smithsonian's Department of Anthropology is located, houses one of the world's premier human comparative skeletal collections containing over 30,000 sets of cataloged remains representing populations worldwide. Forensic 30,000 sets of cataloged remains. Forensic anthropology at the Smithsonian. I should, that's, I should apply there for a job.
to apply there for a job. Okay. 30,000 sacks. Tennessee is among America's largest collections, failing to return Native American human remains. Um. As your prayers, oops, immediately returns. As your prayers, the United States. and USA USA I said uh, if I were pressed it would be immediately returned and uh, there would be an accounting of the giant remains that were found everywhere in the world and USA See if you're still there. You're still there. You're always shutting off my podcast. Oops. So this is Asanavi, by the way, or Seventh Fire Messenger, including the University of Kentucky's William S. Webb Museum of Anthropology and the nonprofit Center for American Archaeology in Catskill, Illinois, had repatriated none of the remains of more than 14,000 Native Americans in their collections. Um, some institutions with no recorded repatriation possess the remains of a single individual, others had as many as a couple thousand. Push um, to return 116,000 Native American remains is long awaited. Um, Changes to U.S. regulations would seek to eliminate red tape that has delayed the return of burial remains and sacred objects held by museums and other institutions. Um, yeah. Vatican formally rejects doctr doctrine of discovery after indigenous calls. Associated Press. Um... Didn't, uh, didn't, what, address the rescinding of the birth and cells and continue to take distance from acknowledging actual Vatican culpability and abuses. A statement said the papal documents had been manipulated for political purposes by competing colonial powers justify moral acts against the indigenous peoples that were carried out times without opposition from the ecclesiastical authorities. The doctrine of death that, uh, that was used to justify snuffing out indigenous people's culture and livelihoods is not part of the Catholic faith. 
The doctrine was invoked as a um, invoked as a legal and religious standing by Europeans who discovered in quotation marks new lands of violent deceased from people who had been living there for generations been cited in different municipal centuries. Without white people, the majority of non-white people would be living in Stone Age and come in critical ditch bomb. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down here for a second, okay? Think of it this way. What if technology was hijacked during the time of colonization from all the other cultures, corrupted and used for industry, economy, and control. What if this whole concept of primitive being less advanced is actually backwards? What if this concept of primitive is actually freedom? What if they program the system to make you believe that what you have now is freedom? When in fact, I think we can look around and see that if you don't follow their rules and spend a certain amount of your time doing something to make money, you can't even really eat. And the stuff that you can eat, you go to Walmart or you go to the grocery store, you know, most of those aisles are filled with food that's not really good for you, right? You have to work so much, you end up going to fast food places and... That's not good for you either. Then the lifestyle of hustling all day really wears on the soul. And since the society is devoid of any spiritual meaning, the only thing people do is meet up at the old watering hole and drown their sorrows. What if it's all backwards? You see, I've been thinking about this concept a lot because, you know story they tell us what if it really requires an advanced loving healthy spiritually rich society in order to live in a way that is in harmony to the land because that is really what they teach you is primitive stone age okay a society that doesn't create garbage what has happened to the earth since they advanced into the industrial age. See what I mean? Is it advanced to destroy the very place that you live upon? Or is it more advanced to live in accordance with the laws of the land so that your existence on the land proliferates the life rather than reduces it to profit? See, these are the things I think about. How we use the internet is about to fundamentally change forever, and it's terrifying. This... Now, I'm not quite sure how to tell you all this, but they're colonizing the internet. It's not so fun when it affects your freedoms, is it? <laughs> How we use the internet is about to fundamentally change forever, and it's terrifying. This... Now, I'm not quite sure how to tell you all this. <laughs> but they're colonizing the internet. 
not so fun when it affects your freedom, <laughs> How we use the internet is about to fundamentally change forever, and it's terrifying. This... Now, I'm not quite sure how to tell you all this. But they're colonizing the internet. It's not so fun when it affects your freedoms, is it? How we use the internet is about to fundamentally change forever, and it's terrifying. This... Now, I'm not quite sure how to tell you all this. But they're colonizing the internet. It's not so fun when it affects your freedom. Oh, that must, oh, that must hurt. Haha. <laughs> Breaking news, former President Trump has been indicted by the... That's yeah. crazy, but do you know what else happened yesterday that's not on CNN? The Vatican repudiated the Doctrine of Discovery. Do you have any idea what that is? It was basically a permission from the Pope to do all of this to anybody who's not a Christian. That's why Columbus discovered America. The policies that resulted from this doctrine that are embedded into American law is what legitimized the colonial era seizure of native lands and formed the basis of some property laws today. The Vatican said the Catholic Church therefore repudiates those concepts that fail to recognize the inherent human rights of indigenous peoples. Remember he visited Canada last summer and said residential schools were genocide. Now the ball is in the court of the governments, particularly the United States, where the doctrine is embedded in the law. Why are you hearing about that from me on TikTok and not mainstream? Breaking news, former President Trump has been indicted. I cannot believe what just happened today. You're not going to believe this. The Vatican formally rejects the doctrine of discovery after indigenous calls. Just today. Do you have any idea what this means? Let me show you. The doctrine of discovery was a papal bull that said this. The doctrine of discovery is literally the only claim that they have to this entire half of the earth. The doctrine of discovery is what gave them the God-given right to go into other people's lands and do whatever they wanted. Remember, the Pope visited Canada last summer and called the residential school system genocide after he learned about what they did to natives at the residential schools. The article goes on to talk about how this goes beyond land. It really has created generation upon generation of genocidal policies directed towards indigenous peoples. It's time for them to take action. This is it. The time is now. It's happening. The world is changing. I cannot believe what just happened today. You're not going to believe awesome. this. The Vatican formally rejects the doctrine of discovery after indigenous calls. Just today. Do you have any idea what this means? Let me show you. The doctrine of discovery was a papal bull that said this. Invade, search out, capture, vanquish, and subdue The doctrine all. of discovery is literally the only claim that they have to this entire half of the earth. The doctrine of discovery is what... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Read it. Uh, literally show you. Uh, the doctrine of discovery... 
Production of Discovery 1452. Invade, search out, capture, vanquish, and subdue all Saracens and pagans whatsoever, and other enemies of Christ <laughs> wheresoever placed, and the kingdoms, dukedoms, principalities, dominions, possessions, and all movable and immovable goods whatsoever held and possessed by them, and to reduce their persons to perpetual slavery. Wow. And to apply and appropriate to himself and his successors the kingdoms, dukedoms, counties, principalities, dominions, possessions, and goods, and to convert them to his and their use and profit. Wow. Wow. 3.30. So that was March 30th. Wow, that's great. Sick and tired. I cannot believe what just happened today. You're not sick and tired of the United States and the warmongers. If the U.S. doesn't get their way, Saudi Arabia left the dollar behind. Go watch that video first, and then come back here. So take a look at the last paragraph of the seventh fire prophecy again. It is this time that the light-skinned race will be given a choice between two roads. One road will be green and lush and very inviting. The other road will be black and charred, and walking it will cut their feet. And the prophecy that people decide to take neither road, but instead to turn back to remember and reclaim the wisdom of those who came before them, if they cho choose that. There's the first part, and the second part. If they choose the right road, then the seventh fire will light the eighth and final fire an eternal fire of peace love brotherhood and sisterhoods if the light-skinned race makes the wrong choice of the roads then the destruction which they brought with them in coming to this country will come back at them and cause much suffering and death to all the earth's people wow Pause it and read it very carefully. And I would like to remind everyone that just because America fails to recognize the history of what they have done to Native American people, you must understand that the rest of the world knows. Okay? This is the crossroads. Check out my playlist to learn more about the Seven Fires Prophecy. Sick and tired of the United States. I'm to introduce a friend of mine to you guys. James Allen Cross. Founder of NOT, Natives Against Terrorism. Mm. And he's down in Minneapolis helping our people with hunger and homelessness. He's someone who knows what it's like because he's been on both sides. He used to do stuff, he did his time, and then he healed up and reconnected. And for the last years that I've known him, he's been helping the people. Have you heard of the Wall of Forgotten Natives? It's just called the camp of uh, our forgotten Indians. We're going to start smudging in a minute. Cleansing the area. Cleansing the people. Getting that black shirt off of them so they can open up. So they can open up to us and get the help they need today. So we've been out here since 2015 uh, building relationships. Right now he's organizing the Easter dinner. He's 100% grassroots.
of NAH, Natives Against Heroin. And he's down in Minneapolis helping our people with hunger and We're going to start smudging in a minute, playing cleansing the area, cleansing the people, getting that black spirit off them so they can open up, so they can open up to us and get the help they need today. So We have plenty of homes. Okay, here's my message. Shame on U.S. government for allowing the, U the homelessness crisis to go on and on and on. Doing nothing. We have plenty of homes, so provide them all to natives and vets and all people who need it. It's, it's our resources, not yours, motherfuckers. Do your jobs.
Um, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Coalition for the Homeless. Rep Corey. She goes by Joe Biden. Get off your ass. They're just they're just problems. Solutions to every problem. No, not Pamela Harris. Pamela. Trista, you better hurry up. Democratic Coalition, Most Touch, Robert Reich, probably would take this, Reich, uh, can't tag him, okay, Rolling Stone, okay, it's good enough, whatever, fuck it, no, Our music, Homeless, homeless. Lady Smith, black man. Somebody say, somebody say, hello, hello, hello. Somebody say, somebody cries, why, why, why?
Boogeyman Mama. This boy just got top surgery and he's sitting there boobless. I'm sitting here boobless and I want to tell you about the journey so far. He goes up. These are two women who have butchered their bodies permanently and they're celebrating it and our country is celebrating this and encouraging this mental illness. They look young to me, but they might be in their early 20s. I don't know. But the point is, is that there are women, girls, who are doing this to their bodies in their early teens, early teens. And doctors are encouraging it. The parents are encouraging it and going along with it. This needs to stop. This boy just got top surgery, and he's sitting there boobless. I'm sitting here boobless. Imagine a portal opened up, and the person who stepped out was the best version of yourself from another universe who possessed everything you wish you had. The best version of you is deep within yourself. You have to, to find him by yourself. No one's going to help you but you. Imagine a portal opened up, and the person who stepped out was the best version of yourself from another universe who possessed everything you wish you had. The best version of you is deep within yourself. You have to, to find him by yourself. No one's going to help you but you. Imagine a portal opened up, and the person who stepped out was the best version of yourself from another universe who... to live on this planet. Planet you were born on. And then I mean it's such a simple question and it's haunted me ever since. And you know what ladies and gentlemen? Ask yourself that question. Why do we have to pay to live on huh? Yeah, why do we have to pay? Huh? I don't understand why you have to pay to live on a planet you were born on. And then, I mean, it's such a simple question, and it's haunted me ever since. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Ask yourself that question. Why do we have to pay to live on a planet we were born on? And who are we actually paying for the privilege of being alive here? Who made them the boss? Who put them in charge? You know? Think about that. I don't understand why you have to pay to live on a planet you were born on. And then I mean it's such a... Let's face it, English is a stupid language. I don't understand why you have to pay to live on a planet you were born on. Let's face it, English is a stupid language. Because if we examine the paradoxes, we find that there's no egg in eggplant, no ham in hamburger, there's no pine or apple in pineapple, English muffins were not invented in England, french fries were not invented in France, quick sand takes you down slowly, boxing rings are square, a guinea pig is neither from guinea or a pig, if writers write, how come fingers don't think? If the teachers thought, why didn't the preacher prompt? If the plural of tooth is 
teeth, why isn't the plural of phone booth phone beat? If a vegetarian eats vegetables, what the hell does a humanitarian eat? Why do we recite at a play, but play at a recital? Park on driveways and drive on parkways. A house is burning up as it burns down, and you fill out a form by filling it in. Let's face it. English is a stupid language because if we examine the paradoxes, we find that there's no egg in eggplant, no ham in hamburger, there's no pine or apple in pineapple, English muffins were not invented in England, French fries were not invented in France, quick sand takes you down slowly, boxing rings are square, a guinea pig is neither from guinea or a pig, if writers write, how come fingers don't think? If the teacher's taught, why didn't the preacher prop? If the plural of tooth is teeth, why isn't the plural of phone booth phone beef? If a vegetarian eats vegetables, what the hell does a humanitarian eat? Why do we receive Sight at a play, but play at a recital. <laughs> Park on driveways and drive on parkways. A house is burning up as it burns down, and you fill out a form by filling it in. <laughs> Let's face it, English is a stupid language because if we examine the paradoxes, I'm not a judge or jury, but I can tell you this he won't sell anybody out to buy his future, and that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. I'm not a judge or jury, but I can tell you this. He won't sell anybody out to buy his future. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. I'm not a judge or jury, but I can tell you this. He won't sell anybody out to buy his future. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. I need to drop some fire on this one. I'm gonna run my dream, crush feels like I'm falling apart, but I know I'll fight it. Uh. 
damage that can be a motivation to create conversation, credibility. Can you still follow me? Open a smooth window, can you feel the breeze coming from me? It's a woman I'm with, collect a collection. Pro singers, are you stuck? affirmations if you're not ready to be financially free don't say these affirmations if you're not ready to make more money than you have ever made before it's um, crazy people are attracted to you because they see the light that's in the inside of you and then they get around you and they try to dim it because they think you're a fraud too the people who come to you for your light never have a problem with it when they first come around you they like it they enjoy it it's wonderful it becomes a problem when it's consistent when they realize this is actually your fabric this is actually who you are that you're not putting on air that you're not a certain way in front of certain people that you are continuously a light-filled person then whether it's subconscious or conscious they become enraged because they recognize deficits within themselves to where i have to perform this but this person actually is this so in an effort to feel better about themselves getting rid of you is ideal so if they can make you stoop down to their level if they can dim your light a little bit if they can shift your energy that makes them feel better about themselves and now you're on a level with them so they feel good about themselves again it's really it has nothing to do with you run run leave those people where they are and go be great it's crazy people are attracted to you because they see the light that's in the inside of you and then they get around you and they try to dim it you for your light never have a problem with it when they first come around you they like it. it's crazy people are attracted to you but I'm not sure if I should say this, fuck, I'll say it anyway Everybody tries to tell me that I'm going through a phase I don't know if it's a phase, I just want to feel okay yeah. I'm battling with depression, but the question still remains Is this post-traumatic stressing or am I suppressing rage? And my doctor tries to tell me that I'm going through a phase Yeah, it's not a fucking phase, I just want to feel okay, okay Yeah, I struggle with this bullshit every day Yeah, it's probably because my demons are spontaneously raging It's alright
Doja Cat. <laughs> sneaky with someone that has spiritual gifts they either gonna dream it feel it see it hear it smell it i'm telling you don't play with them they're god's child they anointed just don't work on prophecies and stuff they gonna know when you ain't right too warning don't be sneaky with someone that has spiritual gifts they either gonna dream it feel it see it hear it smell it I'm telling you, don't play with them. They're God's child. Mm -hmm. They anointed just don't work on prophecies and stuff. They gonna know when you ain't right too. Warning. For sure. Don't be sneaky. Whatever you want to do, believe it, believe it, believe it, even if you don't believe. Play the game of belief. Act as if you believe. That is power. That is sheer power. And it will happen. Believe you me. No fool like me. It's worked in my life, it will work in yours. So never give up. Believe, believe, believe. Whatever you want to do, believe it, believe it, believe it, even if you don't believe. Play the game of belief. Act as if you believe. That is power. That is sheer power. And it will happen. Believe you me. No fool like me. It's worked in my life, it will work in yours. So never give up. Believe, believe, believe. Whatever you want to do, believe it, believe it, believe it, even if you don't believe. Shorty from Atlanta Let's run through the city like we won the lotto Stop and get some ice cream, know you love gelato Okay, you wanna play games, but what you got? Do say, if I do say, we taking shots Location, turning on G, I'm in your spot Vroom, vroom, I'm coming in hot She my little weekend thing, my weekend bang Brought a friend, first name Mary, last name Jane No amount of water could come in, calm this flame World class brain, I'm just saying. Sun up, back to work, but we both wanna stay. Monday, left with memories, though the sky's gray. I'm never too far away, girl, I'm just a call away. I'm never too far away, girl, I'm just a call away. Be my little weekend thing. Be my little weekend thing. Be my little weekend thing. Yeah. Be my little weekend thing. All the time. And hot. She my little weekend thing, my weekend bang. Brought her. You different. You different. You different. And the thing about it is, you feel that because you're so different that you are the sore thumb that sticks out. 
No, 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 my friend. You don't stick out in a bad way. You stick out in a good way. You are meant to be different. You are meant to be multifaceted. And the thing about it is, you're so multifaceted and you're so talented. You're so unique. Your vibe is your vibe. Your sauce is so good. It's so unique. It ain't nothing they never seen before. And because they never seen it before and they don't know how to how to take it in and they don't know how to process it, then their normal reflex is to react to it in the way they react to it. And it ain't always the best way sometimes. And then you take that and you internalize it and then you start questioning yourself and you start saying, whoa, 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 is it me? Can I do this differently? No. Keep going. Keep doing you like you're doing you. You are so, oh, you're so good at doing you. You don't even realize it. You don't even realize how powerful you are. You don't even realize how anointed you are. You don't even realize how cold you are. You don't even realize how great the mission that you have to fulfill is. I'm here to tell you, you are unique. You are intended to be unique. You are special. Don't you ever let nobody else tell you differently. Okay, go do you. Because I'm doing me. You're different. You're different. You different. And the thing about it is, you feel that because you're so different, that you are the sore thumb that sticks out. No, 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 no. No, my friend. You don't stick out in a bad way. You stick out in a good way. You are meant to be different. You are meant to be multifaceted. And the thing about it is, you're so multifaceted and you're so talented. You're so unique. Your vibe is your vibe. Your sauce is so good. It's so unique. It ain't nothing they never seen before. And because they've never seen it before and they don't know how to how to take it in and they don't know how to process it, then their normal reflex is to react to it in the way they react to it. It ain't always the best way sometimes. And then you take that and you internalize it and then you start questioning yourself and you start saying, whoa, 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 is it me? Can I do this differently? No. Keep going. Keep doing you like you're doing. You are so, oh, you're so good at doing you. You don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. You don't even realize how anointed you are. You don't even realize how cold you are. You don't even realize how great the mission that you have to feel cheated. I'm going to tell you, you are blue. So the difference between a real and a real you can then the men who signed the Declaration of Independence would have been hanged and would have been executed as traitors. So they knew they were risking their lives to sign it. So on one hand, these men gave this extraordinary gift to all of us and infused the founding of our nation with the most enlightened principles that had ever informed the founding of a nation in history. But 41 of them were slave owners. So that's how it all began. The tension was there at the beginning. The dichotomy was there at the beginning. The polarity was there at the beginning. Between the fact that on one hand, there are these extraordinarily enlightened, extraordinarily illumined principles, radical in nature, extraordinary in what they mean in terms of the possibilities for humanity to soar, for any person to soar, that any person could have rights to be they want to be, do what they want to do, actualize whatever their God-given potential, and that government would not lord over them, but that government would be there to support those rights. We have been that, we aspire to be that throughout our history, and yet, from our very beginning, we have also contained as a nation people and forces 
which have and who have directly transgressed against those principles. That was there in 1776. It has been there in every single generation. The narrative of American history is that at every time in our history, there have been those whose hearts were ablaze, who did grasp people who understood how extraordinary a gift it is to us and to the entire world that there should be a country founded on the notion that all should be able to self-actualize and that nobody should stand in their way. And in every generation, there have been those who said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to have slavery. We're going to have genocide. We're going to have segregation. We're going to have oppression of women. We're going to have institutionalized white supremacy. In every generation, there have been the foes of democracy. And in every generation, there have been those who stood up and said to those foes, you stop right there. And the narrative of American history is that ultimately those who truly love democracy and are willing to stand for democracy and are willing to sacrifice for democracy have won the day. Because we answer slavery with abolition. And we answer the suppression of women with two major waves of feminism and the women's suffragette movement and the passage of the 19th Amendment. We answered the uh, institutionalized white supremacy of the American South and segregation with the civil rights movement. This is not new, ladies and gentlemen, what's happening in our time. This stuff has just come back around again. Once again, we have the foes of genuine democracy. We have those who find real democracy rather inconvenient to their financial purposes. And that's why we don't have universal health care because, God forbid, it should cut in for the short-term profits of health insurance companies and big pharma. And we don't have proper gun safety laws because God forbid it should cut into the to the short-term profits of gun manufacturers. And we don't fight climate change the way we should. Why? Because it might cut in to the short-term profits of, <clears throat> of fossil fuel companies. And we don't wage peace. We just prepare endlessly for war. Why? Because otherwise, God forbid, it might cut in to the short-term profits of defense contractors. Ladies and gentlemen, this is nothing new. This is just aristocracy again. We're not functioning, you see, as a democracy. We're functioning as a veiled aristocracy. Money's good. We like money. The problem in America is not that people can get rich. It's good that people can get rich in America. The problem is that today, not enough people can get rich. The there is a difference between wealth and aristocracy. Wealth means, and many people in America have, have, have made great, amount, great amounts of wealth and have done so righteously. Aristocracy is something different. Aristocracy is where the government functions in such a way as to advocate for the ability of very wealthy people to get even wealthier and make it harder for anybody else to create wealth at all. This kind of tendency is not good for democracy. Louis Brandeis, the late Supreme Court Justice, said that you can either have large amounts of money concentrated in the hands of a very few, or you can have democracy. Okay, gone differently. If the British had won, then the men who signed the Declaration of Independence would have been hanged. They would have been executed as traitors. So they knew they were risking their lives to sign it. So on one hand, these men did this, gave this extraordinary gift to all of us and infused the founding of our nation with the most enlightened principles that had ever informed the founding of a nation in history. But 41 of them were slave owners. So that's how it all began. The tension was there at the beginning. 
The dichotomy was there at the beginning. The polarity was there at the beginning. Between the fact that on one hand, there are these extraordinarily enlightened, extraordinarily illumined principles, radical in nature, extraordinary in what they mean, in terms of the possibilities for humanity to soar, for any person to soar, that any person could have rights to be who they want to be, do what they want to do, actualize whatever their God-given potential, and that government would not lord over them, but that government would be there to support those rights. We have been that, we aspire to be that throughout our history, and yet, from our very beginning, we have also contained as a nation people and forces which have and who have directly transgressed against those principles. That was there in 1776. It has been there in every single generation. The narrative of American history is that at every time in our history, there have been those whose hearts were ablaze, who did grasp, people who understood how extraordinary a gift it is to us and to the entire world, that there should be a country founded on the notion that all should be able to self-actualize and that nobody should stand in their way. And in every generation, there have been those who said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to have slavery. We're going to have genocide. We're going to have segregation. We're going to have oppression of women. We're going to have institutionalized white supremacy. In every generation there have been the foes of democracy and in every generation there have been those who stood up and said to those foes you stop right there. And the narrative of American history is that ultimately those who truly love democracy and are willing to stand for democracy and are willing to sacrifice for democracy have won the day. Because we answer slavery with abolition. And we answer the expression of women with two major waves of feminism and the women's suffragette movement and the passage of the 19th Amendment. We answered the uh, institutionalized white supremacy of the American South and segregation with the civil rights movement. This is not new, ladies and gentlemen, what's happening in our time. This stuff has just come back around again. Once again, we have the foes of genuine democracy. We have those who find real democracy rather inconvenient to their financial purposes. And that's why we don't have universal health care because, God forbid, it should cut in to the short-term profits of health insurance companies and big pharma. And we don't have proper gun safety laws because God forbid it should cut in to the to the short-term profits of gun manufacturers, and we don't fight climate change the way we should. Why? Because it might cut in to the short-term profits of, <clears throat> of fossil fuel companies, and we don't wage peace. We just prepare endlessly for war. Why? Because otherwise, God forbid, it might cut in to the short-term profits of defense contractors. Ladies and gentlemen, this is nothing new. This is just aristocracy again. We're not functioning, you see, as a democracy. We're functioning as a veiled aristocracy. Money's good. We like money. The problem in America is not that people can get rich. It's good that people can get rich in America. The problem is that today, not enough people can get rich. The pro there is a difference between wealth and aristocracy. Wealth means, and many people in America have, have, have made great amounts